0: Hi, everyone. I'm Laura.
1: I'm Mac.
3: I'm Eris. And I'm Zeke. And this
1: week, your away team is continuing our unbroken trend through Season 2 of the original series by watching a good one and a bad one. <laughs> we will start with Mirror Mirror, the classic canon-defining, because they're still making reference to that this episode in material made very recently. Mirror Mirror, Season 2, Episode 4. The Patient Zero for... Evil men wear goatees trope. <laughs> yes. Jafar, um,
2: community.
1: Right. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Community <laughs> definitely dug out of this one. Yeah, <laughs> I like this episode a lot. It's one of my favorites. Uh, one of the chief reasons I think is because Uhura is nobody's fool this week. Yeah, yeah, and
0: yeah. she's got
2: abs for days. Like, yes, she does. There's like. There's the incredibly like bisexual part of me warring with my feminist side of me in this episode <laughs> because it's yeah. like the feminist side of me is just like she can wear whatever she wants, like whatever. But then like the bisexual, oh my god, I love girls side of me is just like oh my god, she hot pretty lady yes. <laughs> <laughs> yes,
1: it's so hard to be you, Erin. <laughs>
2: is sometimes because <laughs> I'm just like she is a person and she can wear whatever she wants but also I kind of want a liquor. <laughs> yes <laughs> yes exactly okay we're good everything's fine um I I know, like this I'm a
0: little shocked that, like Shatner was okay with having Uhura look that awesome standing next to him and I'm like He's jealous of her abs. He's gotta be.
2: I mean, I guess kind of jumping near the end. There was a couple of times in this episode where Kirk and Spock had very telling interactions with each other that that I was just sort of like, did they just find a new kink for both of them? <laughs> Like, like I think, weirdly enough, this time more on Spock's end. But there was a couple of moments where Kirk was just sort of like staring at like evil, like fascist Spock, and just kind of going like, "Huh."
1: I want to lick that beard. (laughs) Yeah.
2: Like the beard. (laughs) I (laughs) don't.
3: There's, there's one point where Spock like totally bitch slaps a couple of them, and like the look on Kirk's face is that he very much likes it.
0: (laughs) Even then, like, with Spock, evil Spock is still loyal to good Kirk. Like... He was still all about whatever it is the two of them had, that he was willing to do whatever he had to do, even though he knew this wasn't really his evil Kirk. And maybe he even liked good Kirk just a little bit better. I don't know. He
2: was like, oh, this is a guy who might hold me after.
0: Like, like,
3: okay, if good guys like bad boys, then the bad boys like good guys? I think that's the real question of this episode. That's the meat and potatoes.
2: But <laughs> I think I, I don't remember if we said it on this or maybe we said it on ATMT or something, but I I, I definitely remember Z having this come out of their mouth. Um sometimes you just kind of want to be the little spoon. Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
1: I think it was on our show. I think it was on this show. I just sometimes you want to be the little spoon. <laughs>
3: That sounds like something I would say, yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah. It, continuing that trend, there there's an interesting quirk of trivia in here. There's the last scene where the prime universe version of the lady comes up and hands him mm-hmm. there is an episode much, much later on, into the nineties, where the crew of Deep Space Nine is kind of forest gumped into the Tribble episode. Like they're like, and, and, like they're just trying to avoid encountering all the the scenes with the original series crew. And then uh, Sisko, the captain on that show, uh, violates the temporal prime directive just once so that he can interact with Kirk. And he's actually cut into that scene. So that scene plays out where Ben Sisko is interacting with Kirk, but Kirk is clearly interacting with a woman he's attracted to. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, it plays the same.
0: Oh, oh! Yeah. Uh, I'll have yeah, to nice. uh, rewatch that wait. episode and uh, check out that energy.
2: Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Maybe like give us a heads up before we watch it, um, oh. to be like, hey, remember
1: this oh, is oh, that I'll, one. I'll bring it up when we get to that episode. There will be a deep dive. It'll be years from now, and God <laughs> knows what kind of hellscape we live in at that time. Yeah. But we'll get there.
2: We will get there. My whole futuristic tendencies have like totally turned out Like I can't guess. Where we'll be? <laughs> I
1: <Right.
2: laughs> hit all of my prophecies, and my prophecy machine has turned off. Mm. Um, <laughs> every time I think about the future, I hit a wall. Like three months
3: from now, yes, like just every time. Like it doesn't matter if it was like three months ago. I hit the wall at this point. <laughs> like yeah, yeah. <laughs> and my wall now is in May. <laughs> like, um,
2: yeah, I'm just like nothing will like. I'm not saying nothing will surprise me anymore because something yeah. will find a way to surprise me. It's yeah, the prophecy machine has been a uh, short has been blown. You know, mm-hmm. something overloaded in the machine and it's um probably repairs.
0: argued with it one too many
1: times. And right. I <laughs> but, I'll yeah. take uh, it. Processing machine, you can't know the future. I know the future, but what is the future? Error. <laughs> error.
2: <laughs> that was the easiest error. one I ever won. Okay, all, all joking aside, this is one of those episodes that really pleases the academic side of me (laughs) like I want to write essays about this episode like I want to write whole papers especially because this was more sociological like their fix they they determine their fix pretty easily like it wasn't like oh we have to continue doing the math and whatever like they're like okay we have uh extracted the information from the computer that we needed to recreate what happened with the transporter now we need to just to convince these other people to let us freaking do it like it was very sociological. There's just a lot that I that I liked about this one about how like here's this like utopia, whatever, Starfleet, and on this mirror edge, this coin edge, is this incredibly fascist empire.
1: Yeah.
2: <laughs> you know, yeah. and it's just like, unless you work hard at it, you can easily become fascist. <laughs> and I'm like, hey, wow, that doesn't have any bearing on our current sociopolitical <laughs> situation at yeah. all. Um. Mac
0: and I have been talking about this a lot lately, and especially because I think, like, so they're filming this in the '60s, right? And they are not that far removed from World War II, so that Empire salute should have, like, terrified anybody watching it at the time. Ah. Um, yeah. I mean, mm. it kind of, I mean, it makes me really uncomfortable, and uh-huh. I was not alive during World War II, so I can only yeah. imagine being alive at that point and what you think of that. But also, it's interesting to me that, like, seeing, like, later in- versions of this mirror universe and, pr- and later Star Trek series, mm-hmm. it's fascinating to me that this version is not as fascist as it becomes, because uh-huh. the just the very fact that Spock is on that ship, like, like in in other series it's a incredibly xenophobic mm-hmm. like ah. they are Terrans first kind of people mm-hmm. and so the fact that spock is on there and he's got some degree of control and he's not just a slave mm-hmm. is like fascinating to me like yeah, I want to know more about, like, how the the Vulcans are treated in this. Is it just Spock, or do all Vulcans have it, some degree of privilege?
1: Yeah, it, it's also an interesting mm-hmm. when you look at the larger scale of this Mere universe. There's one fact that is inexorably true as it gets further developed, that the Mere universe is incapable of technological advancement without stealing it from the Prime universe.
2: Huh. Okay, I can see yeah. that.
1: They, they only have amassed, the, like, an Enterprise-like ship because there was a Prime Universe ship that accidentally traveled into the past of the Mirror Universe. And exactly. when we see the Mirror Universe in the 24th century, 100 years from now, it's like a dystopia. Like, the Empire fell apart because it could not maintain. Mm-hmm. And it's these renegade humans that steal Prime Universe technology. that try, uh, So they can't advance without stealing from more enlightened cultures. Yeah. Yeah. I
2: can see that, actually. Like, that makes sense to me.
1: Yeah.
2: Um, It's incredibly hard to create and come up with new technology if you are fighting for survival.
1: Or you just... Wrapped up in the ego mentality yeah. of fascism. Yeah.
0: And right, I'm right, sure, yeah. yeah, scientists are not encouraged
1: right.
0: as to a career path, I'm sure. Yeah.
1: <laughs> or yeah. to proceed ethically in any in right. any sort of sustainable like, way. Like it yeah.
0: seems like the technology they did come up with themselves were like the agonizer chambers. Yeah. That's
1: about the only thing like, they came up yeah. on there. That's
0: own. and and that's a thread that is consistent into like Later episodes, like there's always a torture device, mm-hmm. but not like you know, they're, or yeah, they're not mm-hmm. progressing beyond the prime universe.
1: Okay. Yeah, I yeah. will say their chair is more comfy, Kirk's chair looks very comfy. <laughs>
0: <laughs> okay. Okay. Well, they—I'm uh, sure they prize
2: comfort over, it's you know, better
1: lumbar and better mm, upper yeah. back support. Yeah. yeah.
2: Yeah. There's a certain amount of hedonism, um, but that's mm. only allowed oh, yeah. for people who have like killed their way to a certain rank. Sure. You know that they are now allowed comfort. Um. Yeah. yeah I can see that. Yeah. I can see that. Um. I really uh, kind of like I'm, I'm slightly shit posting here. Um. I like how it seems like every lady. The few ladies that are apparently on this fascist crew, um, they all get thigh-high boots with knives.
3: <laughs> like, a uniform requirement. <laughs> you you were talking about feminist you versus bisexual you. I I literally wrote, gasp, yes, not the thigh sheath. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Like she she just like slowly slid it into her, slowly slid it into her boot. I was like, I can't. I can't with the show. I'm, like, I'm married. I'm
2: married, I'm gonna man. I'm going to pause it, and I'm going to need a moment, because I'll be back in 20, 30 minutes. <laughs> yeah. God, yeah, there was, like, yeah, I, I very much had almost, um of almost dissociated from myself watching this episode, because, like, very strongly academic Spock you know, kind of mindset like I want to take the information. This is re- this is really interesting things, juxtapositions of de- different type of like themes and whatever. And then there's like the drooling bisexual Kirk of me going like, "Pretty lady, hot, yes. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> Thigh, high bootlick, ab, yes." <laughs> I'm just sort of like, okay, come on, self, you gotta get it together. <laughs>
0: <laughs> There's also this weird moment when Kirk goes to his evil self's cabin, and uh, Marlena—is that her name? Was was in there and wearing her, you know, like mid-drift bearing uniform, and you know, lounging on the bed. Then she went into the bedroom or whatever and put on more clothes. And he was, like, more attracted to her after she came out more covered than she was before. your
1: universe, people just want ladies to be comfortable.
2: Okay. Maybe yeah, that's yeah. it. Yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, it could not even be something as much as, like, that was the uniform. And then all of a sudden she's wearing, you know, her for for foo nighty-looking thing. (laughs) Yeah, like, the
0: uniform is, like, practically weaponizing their sexiness, and then, you know, seeing something a little softer, maybe, is what did it. But, like, this is good Kirk we're talking about, not evil Kirk, so I don't know.
1: (laughs) Or was it?
0: Oh! Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Uh Da-da-da! Yeah, Mac and I also had, like, a pretty philosophical discussion about it afterwards because like you're you're left at the end of the episode thinking that like evil Spock could actually like try to change the empire for the better and maybe like make it a little bit you know less fascist Mm. but in all the later incarnations of the mirror universe he very obviously failed at that like
1: the empire is
0: (laughs) still there they are still fascist. They are still evil. They yeah. still take slaves. Well... But maybe maybe yeah. he started some, like, little faction that we just never yeah. hear about again or something.
1: Well, we do hear about it, because when they... Yeah, it's a dystopian universe uh, 100 years from there because Spock tried to reform the mirror universe. Mm-hmm. And humanity is a secondary species in the galaxy, and they have no government. So they're mm-hmm. kind of the... Uh, Slave species, and it, they kind of become freedom fighters, but not necessarily the most altruistic. Uh, freedom fighters, they're still aggressive and nasty to everybody and, and that sort of thing. So they didn't learn nothing, but they're trying to fix it. I don't know.
0: But, well, but, and that's where, that's the, where the philosophical discussion yeah. came in because it's, it's what Spock said in the episode. It was easier for a civilized man to act like a barbarian than it was for this barbarian to act like a civilized man. So yeah. even if you have this, quote-unquote barbarian Spock there, like he wasn't going <laughs> to succeed at bringing about something better because he literally couldn't. I like, I just, I, I dig this episode. <laughs> <laughs> it's
2: a good one. It's,
1: yeah. it's, I mean, it's a little basic in its sci-fi premise of, mm-hmm. you know, it's evil, but exactly the same. <laughs> but there is a lot to chew on with
0: that. And we are apparently not going to deal with whether or not or how the evil people in the prime universe got back to their evil universe.
1: Subcanon says they did <laughs> and that Kirk and Spock fought a civil war for the fate of the empire and Kirk won but then the empire collapsed.
0: Mm. But you know that that all happens off screen, so yeah. we don't know. <laughs> I just
2: assume Spock shoved him out the airlock. I, mean, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. I, I just I also appreciate like like so we so we you know you follow the good team through a decent portion you know of this whole thing and they're we're following them in this evil universe and then as soon as I don't remember who it was, uh, probably Kirk, but like as soon as one of them one of the good guys. Muse is like, I wonder what happened, you know, to our counterparts, and it immediately cuts the spot going into jail. Really? <laughs> yeah, y'all get the fuck into jail. <laughs> like, nope.
0: <laughs> Just I saw them, them for two it. seconds. It was like, yep, you guys are evil.
2: <laughs> yeah, he was like, Captain, would you like? I need to be like, you're not my captain. Into the jail with you.
3: I was really glad we got to see the alternate universe, or the the bad guys and the good guys universe. Yes. Yeah.
2: yeah. Because they could have not given that to us, and I feel like that wouldn't be outside of the realm of possibility for original
1: series. (laughs) We are inching on our commercial break. Does anybody else have anything they want to add right away about Mirror Mirror?
0: McCoy doesn't have much to do, which is fine, but I'm a little worried about our dear doctor and his medical credentials, because after... Kirk got in the fight and it was like bleeding and then he goes up to Bones and Bones is like, what is that? I'm like, you can't identify (laughs) blood on sight? What is wrong with you? Yeah. Just had to get that off my
1: chest. (laughs) There's some kind of red water coming out of this person.
0: (laughs) What is
3: this?
1: Yeah.
3: At the end when they're like, you've got a minute and 30 seconds left. And Kirk just has to stand there and be right. Like, (laughs) fucking... Like, you, there's a chance that you're gonna be stuck in this universe and you have to be right like <laughs> uh, insert eye roll here like they get back to their their regular and they've done this a couple of times but they get back to, to the episode is ending they're winding down and it's spock mccoy and kirk and mccoy and kirk kind of like give a couple of jabs at, at Spock and Spock gives it right back it's just it's really cute and I really like that they're doing that like as a wrap-up I think it's really adorable
2: I like it because it does give them a chance to kind of like boil down be like what was the message of this episode but at the same time there's also a part of me just like a general theme that I worried that too much of this is and I'm, I'm gonna reiterate I'm a huge Spock fan, where it's just sort of like, ha let's make fun of the Vulcan. And I'm just like, yeah, boys, you need to stop. He is a member of your crew. He's, <laughs> <laughs> he is the first officer. You need to stop just being like, ha Vulcans are weird, Emma, right? Like, because this is bullying and harassment. <laughs> you need to not
0: do this. Yeah, and there's just like, a little bit of that Spock is used to getting it, so he, like, puts up with it. But he kind of wants to hang out with the cool humans, so, like...
2: Yeah. You know, he's
0: just gonna take the abuse until, you know, so he can hang out there.
2: What I'm saying is that I need them to have that scene. like as from like from the perspective of this is a TV show, I want them to have that scene to have the wrap up with with Kirk and Spock and Bones. But I need Kirk and Bones to stop being bullies for like two seconds. <laughs> 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 That's it. I just need them to have a calm discussion, like actual rational people. <laughs> Instead of going like, ha, let's give him a swirly. <laughs> yeah, I don't think you're gonna get that. <laughs>
1: I so either, but I, 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 I mean, I'm thinking before. of
0: movies when these dudes are in their middle age and older and still doing that shit to Spock.
1: <laughs> yeah. Spock's yeah. gets a little bit better at shutting it down.
0: That's true. Yeah.
2: yeah.
0: He he's, he learns to dish it back. So Uh-huh.
2: He dished it back pretty good on this one. Uh, yeah yeah yeah. it was just like (laughs) snap (laughs) no (laughs) i had mentioned it a little bit before but yeah that whole spock gives kirk this look of uh, where he's talking about, like, uh, it's like extremely interesting to watch the two, you know, Kirks. And he gives Kirk this look that, like, eyebrow raised, like, I found a new role play I want to try out with you. Like, <laughs> like, here's a new fetish I did not realize I had. <laughs> Be like, can't wait to try this out in a sexual context. <laughs> <laughs> and I was just like, this is this is one that fanfics written about, isn't it? This is an episode that, that sparked a thousand fanfics.
1: Yes, I, w- I will say in further future iterations, the mere universe is, and, and, and I mean no pejorative by this, but willfully pansexual. Nice. Yeah. <laughs> uh, when you get into the 24th century, yeah, they're just like all like, hey, uh, when we're not killing and torturing, we ought to be fucking. <laughs> I
2: mean... <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'm. I'm deeply into
1: that as like a character type. With that, uh, I think we'll move on to our commercial break.
3: You have legs
1: that go <laughs> all the way down to the floor.
2: Do you have feet that need covering with shoes? Do you have a man who constantly hits on you that you would like to stab?
3: We have the <laughs> perfect thing
1: for you:
2: thigh high, complete
3: with a thigh sheath.
1: Here's you a list to of to all stand? the things you can carry in your thigh sheath: a gun, a knife, a
3: sandwich,
1: a stick, <laughs> a fork, a really <laughs> sharp fork you can jam into somebody. <laughs> a hot pocket a butter knife
3: (laughs) an ice cream cone
1: (laughs) chopsticks for a flavor of the orient
3: (laughs) extra straws
1: a marital aid of some kind tiki torches for the fascist on the go an extra pair of eyeglasses
2: an extra pair of eyes your wallet order now and two free knives
1: now available at these fine retailers Zeus's Rompers Leroy's Pleasure Planet and others We'll move on to messages of social enlightenment. We record these shows uh, two at a time, once a month. So the last episode you find people heard was before certain other events. So I'm going to say this, and I I wasn't thinking I would have to say this. <laughs> don't storm the Capitol for any reason. Don't don't do it. It's just it's yeah. dumb. Yeah. First, and then it's I Charism? mean terrorism. <laughs> And if you're going to engage in terrorism, I, I don't want to give advice for that, but don't live stream it. <laughs> there you are
2: not are are a patriot. This wasn't right. patriotism.
1: No, it you're was... You're a
2: terrorist.
0: The
1: opposite of...
0: This was insurrection, sedition, all of those little yeah. fancy words in the Constitution that people like to throw around, like treason. <laughs> this is what it actually looks like.
1: And, and <laughs> with our system, you have the opportunity through collective action to overthrow the government every couple of years. Yeah. You had your shot and you blew it. So don't. Don't. Just stop. 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 Mm -hmm. Just stop.
0: This is like... Poor sportsmanship. This is just yeah, being yeah.
1: a sore loser. <laughs> we like, complained about losing, but no one really thought we didn't lose. We right. Were just <laughs> horrified by the idea that we lost.
0: I wonder mm-hmm. if this ties into our whole discussion about, uh, you know, this frail ma- masculine kind of ego where it's like, yeah. Like it's okay to be sad that your guy lost. It really is. Yeah. You can feel those feelings and then move on with your life without. It's okay you know, to cry. Yeah. You. But don't yeah. feel your feelings with guns and tasers and yeah.
1: And and bullshit and building posturing a gallows. too. <laughs> bullshit <laughs> posturing. Mm-hmm.
2: Also, like, I know conspiracy theories feel like critical thinking, but it's not. 90% of conspiracy theories are just anti-Semitism. So Uh if you find yourself (laughs) where you seem to be
1: subscribing more to these so-called conspiracy theories, maybe take a step back. (laughs) If if in your your line of what you think is critical thinking, you have to stop to say in italics, because you are saying this in italics, the Jews... You have wandered <laughs> off the beaten path.
2: Oh, you were d- deep into these terrible racism <laughs> words.
0: Oh, <laughs> oh yeah.
1: <laughs> anyway. <laughs> uh the people, same.
2: Just don't be so dumb. Ugh. All people are people. Be kind to people. And you know what? That's a real real good start. You know, like that's a real good step one. Just be kind to
1: everybody. And if you can't keep can't do that, keep it to yourself. Yeah, just just shut up just shut the fuck up and when you
0: can't be quiet about it don't act surprised when consequences are catching up with you don't act like you're like oh i'm being canceled no you're you're facing some consequences and maybe for the first time in your life but that's what this looks like
2: <laughs> you may have the right to free speech everyone does mm-hmm. you do not have the right to an audience you do not have the right to a platform and you do not have freedom from consequences.
3: Fun fact, actually the uh, right to free speech only comes from constitute the, from Congress. Yeah. So like, like I don't have to listen to what you say. I can tell yeah. you to shut the fuck up. Exactly.
2: <laughs> Cause you also have that right to tell me that
1: <laughs> free speech right. goes both ways. <laughs> you, you also don't have the right to yell fire in a crowded theater.
2: Correct. Right. You, or incite. That's right. inciting it,
1: violence. It, you're right, inciting a riot of any kind. Yeah,
2: you do anyway. not have the right to violence.
0: Ooh, aren't we going to have an impeachment trial about that soon?
1: Well, sort of. <laughs> <laughs> we'll go through the motions.
2: Yeah,
1: ain't nothing going to happen. Uh, <laughs> they're
2: already banding together to be like. Uh, I don't
1: our other messages of social enlightenment still apply. Uh, wear a mask, even if you have had both doses of a reputable COVID vaccine.
0: And you probably need to double mask now because there's new strains out there that are even more infectious. Yay!
1: Oh,
2: yeah. I need to watch that video on how to do that because I'm not sure what they mean by that. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, is it too? <laughs> Eris is occasionally
1: incredibly dumb. Black Lives Matter?
2: Yes.
3: Water is life.
1: Water is yes. life. I'm waiting for you, Z. Uh, consent matters.
3: Wear your seatbelt. Use your blinker. The left
1: <laughs> lane is for passing only.
2: Move over for vehicles stopped on the side of the road. If you're not going to help, if you're going to pass them, don't don't zip by them. Just just move over. Give them some room to, to work to change their flat tire, you know? It already sucks being on the side of the road. Like, don't make it worse.
0: Be more considerate of the people around you. Just in general.
2: Because you don't have fine. to be perfect. Just... Find one opportunity to be a little bit nicer. One thing that everyone can do in this world, and that's to be kind to one another. Don't start a fire during a fire ban. Be careful with your litter. Make sure it's in the proper receptacles. And for the love of God, stop shoving like Dorito bags into your plastic water bottle and then tossing or that food. plastic water bottle into the recycling bin because those Dorito bags don't come out. They literally they do not come out. <laughs> It's trash now. What you've done is you've created more trash.
1: If you enjoy our word mouth noises and want to hear more, there's another podcast in the Party Now Apocalypse Later family that you might enjoy. As the myth turns with your cultural interns.
2: Eris. And Z. Interns, because we're not professionals. And we're not getting paid.
1: They will have new episodes. Question mark? (laughs) (laughs) They air episodes on the Fridays we're off, so there's never a Friday without a Party Now, Apocalypse Later podcast. For other entertainment things like books, blogs, movie reviews, and the fourth wall in its entirety, you can go to partyapocalypse.com. Eris, you have a YouTube channel.
2: I do. It's mostly video games, but there's a little bit of art on there. You can check me out at Eris O'Reilly. That's just all one word, no punctuation.
1: Excellent. Z, our resident... Internet famous person.
3: <laughs> I have a TikTok. Um, I actually run a couple TikToks, but my personal one was Asa Lidoti, And now it's just Z underscore. It's just Z underscore. And then Cultural Interns, uh, Azimuth Turns, has a TikTok now, too.
2: Azimuth Turns, too?
0: Yes.
1: So check them out. Love of my life. Do you have anything to plug?
0: Um, probably not. No.
1: Hmm. <laughs> Well, with that out of the way, unless I'm missing anything else, I think we need to go back to our episode. And so we come to The Apple, Season 2, Episode 5. And I had no memory of this episode whatsoever. It's entirely possible. I I know I've watched every episode of the original series, but I think in subsequent years, I have definitely picked and chosen episodes to watch, especially in season two, because it feels like in every other episode, I'm like, the apple? Oh, what? Oh, I guess I kind of remember this. So it's like I'm hitting it new as well. And it is what it is.
2: It's another
1: feel... evil plant episode. Yeah. 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 Spore puppets. Yeah.
2: Yeah. I feel a little
0: like maybe it's this exact episode that starts the red shirts always die trope because they brought four expendables with them on this away mission and mm-hmm. all four of them died. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> just one after another it was it was fascinating
2: (laughs) i really appreciated that kirk like seemed to agonize over it though like he really like he beat himself up so much he stopped being useful and like bones and and spock both had to be like i get it but this is not the time to grieve You need to get yeah. us off this fucking planet. And Kirk is just like, this was supposed to be an easy mission. Oh, God. I love these people. To- Sir, I need you to stop crying for two seconds.
1: <laughs> but it was only like after the fourth one dropped. Like when he, when one died, he was just like, well, you know, that was going to happen.
2: Yeah, right.
0: the first guy died and then they didn't get any further protective equipment. I was like, "Where is your PPE?" You're just going to wander <laughs> this burger planet while still calling it a paradise for the entire hour, but everyone keeps dying.
3: I was particularly enraged. I'm, I'm just going to go. I was enraged by the the red face man. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Man,
2: <laughs> I saw that shit, and I was like, I'm done. I'm, like, I'm probably, yeah. I'm done. this was some prime colonizer bullshit. Yeah. Like, I say that as a white person, like, <laughs> like, yeah. I don't know what my ancestors did. It wasn't good.
3: Like, like, the white people came, and they fucked up the red people's
2: culture. Like yeah. They were there for 48 hours and they're like, I know better than all of y'all. And this was like
0: an entirely alien
2: species.
0: And yet by the end, both Kirk and the doctor just pretty much assumed that they can have sex and have children exactly the same way as humans do. And I'm like,
2: what is the basis of this assumption, sir? Because (laughs) Chekhov
1: was super horny and couldn't stop talking about it. Yeah,
2: that's true. Yeah. 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 And Bones, I guess, did give the people like some type of cursory examination and then decided. it's like they're not aging. I don't know. They also all look like they're in their 20s. Maybe they just haven't had a lot of cellular decay yet. Like, what up? Like, you've been here for two hours. Do you have the equipment that can actually tell you whether or not that's a thing that's possible?
0: Like I'm saying
2: you.
3: My first comment that I wrote down my first note that I made is straight up McCoy is a dumbass again (laughs) (laughs) I mean the first guy dies and he doesn't do CPR and I've had this comment a lot so I was like okay well let's see when CPR was actually invented and it was invented in 1960 and this came out in 1990 or 1967 it had been around for a while it wasn't like they didn't know about it like they Uh knew they've been new
2: emergency first aid has been a thing that we've always done We've always right. had a, oh, no, someone fell down. We don't just immediately walk over them and assume they're the dead. Like, we check them out and make sure that, like, are they bleeding? Okay, well, we'll try to put a bandage on it. Like, historically, yeah. did it take us a while to figure out to put pressure on it? Yeah, but, like, ancient Greeks knew to put pressure on it. It only took them, like, a couple hundred years. Okay, not, like, more than that. But still, like, basic yeah. first aid is a thing that we have always done. <laughs>
0: Well, in this episode, we only do first aid for cast members whose names are in the credits. Suddenly, Spock is impervious to both poisoning and lightning because he survived both. But those poor other dudes, they couldn't be bothered to lift a finger to try to save any of the others. When
2: that one dude was like struck by lightning and kind of like vaguely exploded (laughs) and like to a crispy corpse. I get where they gotta go. Yeah. I don't think he's coming back. He might know? be but beyond saving a little bit. <laughs> but like, at the very least, they could like, try to take the spores, those little stabby wounds out, I don't know, and the think of, like, is this applying more poison? We need to stop the flow? Po- or, like, maybe they don't. They're like, no, put pressure around it because if you take it out, it's going to, blood's going to spurt everywhere, you know? Like, they could have done something, but no, they're just, like, kick him and, like, I guess he's dead. <laughs> Roll him over, I guess.
0: <laughs> yeah, I think Bones is just a bad
2: doctor. He's about a lot of things.
1: The beginning of the episode is very strange. Like, the away team beams down, and then they take a look around, and then Bones and another guy beam down. Why didn't you just have one beam down? Like, you, like t- the economy of television storytelling is very finite. Why are you wasting time for a whole nother special effects shot and then I was like, maybe they tried to leave bones behind. That would make sense. oh guys left
2: without me. Oh, I had to hurry up to catch up.
1: And then, of course, like, yeah, when he when he takes a look at the first guy who died, and he just says, dead. Yeah. And I'm like, yeah, normally like his catchphrase is like, he's dead Jim. And I'm like, that's good word economy bones. I can assume that we all know that his pronouns are he, him. So you cut that out and then, uh, you know, you're talking to Jim. So you, you just cut it down to one word. Dead. Uh, What
3: I think is so funny about, uh, McCoy's character is that, uh, he has like the two catchphrases, whatever, which is he's dead Jim. And damn it I'm a doctor not a insert whatever and my husband has never watched Star Trek and he knows both of those
2: okay I'm gonna I'm gonna say one nice thing about this episode okay and then I'll and then I will I'm just gonna be free reign on making fun of it as if I haven't already been doing that Leonard Nimoy has some of the best facial expressions I've seen (laughs) so far in this episode he is great he's a fantastic actor and I love him. And I wish him the best in the afterlife.
0: He's also a pretty good stage fighter. Like, I noticed yeah. that in, like, yeah. previous... Uh, the previous episode we discussed, like, he's a way better stage fighter than Kirk ever could be. Like <laughs> Yeah. He he's, 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 makes it look real and not goofy. And... Mm-hmm.
2: He's a, he, just, he's a, he was a great actor. He was fantastic. He's a fantastic actor. Those... Oh, those facial expressions like me feel things like that was that was good a a plus. Now now it's nothing but bad things from here on out. <laughs> I, I think
3: I think my one nice comment about this episode is that the yeoman Martha I think is mm. very pretty. Like she's very pretty. I was like I was like I get it, Chekhov. I get it. <laughs> yeah.
2: Yeah. Also, for the first time, I think they were like dating previously. This wasn't like he found a a pretty lady to like hit on, like most of the other characters do. It seemed like they had an established pre-relationship and now they're kind of like both on the same assignment. They're like, teehee, we're both on the same assignment. Yes, okay, (laughs) we'll try not to make out too much in front of the captain because that would be bad. (laughs) And I'm not making fun of her. This is Chekhov's voice. right? (laughs) Yeah, it's a little (laughs) weird because it's like
0: there were moments where it looked like she wasn't like reciprocating it. And I was like, oh God, Chekhov, you need to chill out. But then there's like the other scene when she's just like all into it, and I'm like, oh, okay, okay, yeah. this is fine. Now. This is a long-suffering <laughs> girlfriend,
2: right? Right. <laughs> yeah, yeah. This wasn't she, I'm like I'm not into it because you're a creep, but it's just like, oh my god, Jack, babe, you need it. You need a knot, right? <laughs> right like, now. I'm trying to get promoted. It's, it's Like, on. I love you, but I actually do have a job I have to do,
1: and I don't get to hang out in the bridge. So this is my one time to like right. let the captain know that I'd be really good at bringing him coffee. <laughs> right.
2: Right. Yeah. Like, do you not understand? This promotion comes with a raise. I try not to think so much into capitalism, but it's, it's real hard when you're in the buyers of late stage capitalism to think of any other concepts of a economy that <laughs> that could work not like this.
0: Yeah, I, I literally wrote that in my notes near the end after they kill the computer or whatever. And Kirk's like, I, I, I literally wrote, Kirk just taught them capitalism? question mark like yeah <laughs> that was that was the best you could offer this brand new society that is now thinking for itself this
2: does make sense in a very western viewpoint because you basically get these white people to come down to this planet and they immediately assume ah yes this must be a christian allegory <laughs> and like as if there aren't thousands of other religions <laughs> i yep, christian god garden of eden look name the episode the apple like <laughs> jesus christ god. and again even after
0: several people died and spock got injured twice they were still like this is a beautiful paradise i'm like
2: no it's not stop maybe adam and eve exiting the garden of eden was the best thing that could have ever happened for anybody Maybe that's a thought. Maybe the Garden of Eden was just false advertising. You ever <laughs> thought of that? But they're just like, yeah, oh, no, gotta be Christian allegory. Can't be, we're in an entire universe <laughs> of different shit, and it's gotta be this one little tiny subsection of our own home culture.
0: Okay, so wait. So this episode's called the apple. Is Kirk the Apple? Kirk is Satan. <laughs>
1: like, depending on how he, how he looks, depending yeah, on what kind of pants like, he's wearing, you who know
2: exactly is the apple in this little Actually, play. It's we... have been Kirk, like the whole like here's knowledge to become yeah yourselves or something. I don't know. I just I really like the Kirk <gasps> is <Satan laughs> aspect
0: of this. I, I don't thought not was. I feel like uh, Chekhov and the lady did it first by you know. Oh, I guess no. I guess they just the 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 native people just saw Chekhov. It wasn't like Chekhov and his girlfriend were all like, "Here's how you have sex." Privacy, like
2: yeah. <laughs> they were trying to have an intimate moment by themselves. Right, right. They, they were just hiding out. Are. Like, oh, what's going
0: on over here? Let's try that. I want to do that.
1: <laughs>
2: if minors, you know, interrupt adults after adults have already tried to seek privacy, <laughs> that's the minor's fault. <laughs> That was more of a thing for, like, Tumblr, because there's a lot of... Adults will be having conversations, and then kids will be like, I'm 13, and be like, then you need to exit the room. This is a bar. <laughs> Only people 21 and
1: over can be in here. Go away.
2: Yeah, I'm, I'm willing to say this episode is bad. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's also boring. I zoned out, like, three or four times.
1: <laughs> As did I. As did I. It, I just, it like, It's you. clear why I have not come back to rewatch it at all in the last <laughs> 30 years. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah. The very, the very final thing I wrote as the episode was coming to a close was, why does Spock put up with these Nimrods? And I see why Uhura took the week off. But this was the time that Nichelle Nichols was thinking about quitting, right?
1: That's right. Yeah. There's actually a documentary coming out about Nichelle Nichols and her advocacy for the space program. Oh yeah. So that should be pretty cool. Yeah.
0: yeah. She helped the NASA recruit
1: women astronauts. Yeah, yeah, women astronauts. Hell yeah. Another machine is destroyed. And the universe is a little bit hornier for our efforts. Our work here is done.
2: I have so many questions from the like world building side of things on this episode. But I, I don't think I want those questions answered because I, of the yeah. entire premise is just fucking borked. I, I, yeah, I
1: just rather move on from the questions. Yeah. Absolutely.
2: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Kirk punches a dude and he immediately starts crying. And I'm just like, I think that's you could have just turned off the episode right there. You're like, All right, yeah, this is the theme of the day. Yeah. <laughs> Kirk decides to incite violence for no good goddamn reason. And the other person immediately starts crying. Yeah, here we go. That's the episode.
0: Yeah, he literally punched first and then asked questions
2: later. Yeah, and the guy's like, yeah. why'd you hit me? And be like, because you were there and I needed to punch your face because you look different for me. Oh, the red face. Yeah. I was,
3: I'm, I'm telling you, I was, I was pretty... I was, like, livid. (laughs) I was like, I don't even want to watch this episode.
1: There's an episode coming up that I, I, when we started this podcast, I knew was going to be a problem. And I think I've mentioned it before, where Kirk wakes up on an alien planet with amnesia. Amidst a society modeled heavily off of Native Americans, and he decides to become one of them because he doesn't remember who he is. Yeah, brace yourself. It's gonna get worse before it gets better. <laughs> <laughs>
0: so a little dances with wolves-ish, but not even like. <laughs> yeah,
1: yeah, not,
3: not, not as good. Oh um, Jesus, not as yeah. not as good. <laughs> right, right.
1: <laughs> And and you're, I say that with the full with idea the of relativity in place. Yes. Yeah. Uh,
2: you're like, yeah, I,
1: thought the, I thought I knew where the bar was. And
2: no, you don't.
1: We have barely begun. It, it may be later. So yeah, let, yeah, let put that out of your mind. We'll get there and it's <laughs> it's not gonna be good. Put that
3: out of Perfect. your mind. <laughs> there was there was one line in, in this episode where they talked about how the atmosphere prevents harm from the sun. And I was like, okay, if that's true, why are they all sunburned? It looked like they were struggling.
2: Yeah, it it was not a good spray tan.
1: <laughs> uh, it was uh, reminiscent of a, a certain world leader who shall go unnamed who is now out of power.
0: Oompa too. Like, yeah. I remember when they were having the whole conversation about what we call children, they called them replacements or something like that, and I was yeah. just like, that's because all your kids got stolen by Willy Wonka to be slaves
2: in his chocolate factory. I feel like this show has done better as far as some of uh, casting things, but this this episode in particular was just like, you found young white blondes right? and <laughs> then put them in wigs and bad spray tans. Because like they all had the same, like they all have the same facial features. <laughs> I'm just like, there's not much difference from person to person here. You could have tried casting better. I just <laughs> just, just, just throwing it out there, guys.
1: On average, this show is pretty racially enlightened for the time, but there are moments where it fails egregiously. And this is that moment. Well, <laughs>
2: we are near the end of our
1: time here so does anybody else have anything else they want to add about the apple before we wrap up for this episode of the holodeck is broken next time your away team will continue their march through the uh, original series with uh, the doomsday machine season 2 episode 6 and cat's paw season 2 episode 7 the pattern continues so we'll see you then
2: bye everyone Bye.